I have a question to put to you, which I hope you will be able to answer. Uh, what example exists in the Bible uh, that stands out stands out much more than the others about church? Family? Family being similar to church? Bride? Anything else? Uh, to what else can be compared the church? The body. Marmina. The church is like the body. Uh, I think what Brother George said is the one that's been emphasized more than others in the Bible. Uh, Jesus said that the church was like the body. Uh, and Apostle Paul in Colossians, Romans, uh, Ephesians uh, uh, resembled church to the body. And no other example has been emphasized as the body. Uh, of course, uh, the others that you mentioned and so many others that have not been mentioned, we will be touching on them later on. But today we want to see why uh, the church is compared to the body. Yes, uh, I am sure if we understand what the body means as a church, it will make a massive difference to our view and our relationships and attitudes. Uh, let us try and uh, understand this together. Uh, the reason that uh, the church is uh, compared to the body is body is formed of many different parts and every one of those parts have a purpose and they're very important. Uh, and it is explained very well in First Corinthians Chapter 12. Uh, if the leg says, I'm not a hand, does this mean that it is not part of the body? Uh, if the ear says, I am not an eye, does that mean that it is unimportant? And just imagine if the whole body was formed of eyes or if the whole body was formed of ears, how ugly that body would have been. Uh, and it explains that God has placed these different parts of the body 
beautifully in the right place. Therefore, we see that the church is a body because every person that comes to that church is valuable and has its purpose. And we have to realize that we are not worthless if we are in the body of Christ. And God has created us in a unique way. Nobody is like us. Nobody else is like us. Physically also. Uh, you can never meet someone who 100% looks like somebody else. Uh, everybody's fingerprint differs from someone else's. And this shows that in order to have unity in the church, that does not mean that we all have to be identical. Uh, some people think that another person, another member of the church has to be exactly like them in order to have unity with them. We have never come across anything like this in the Bible. Uh, the members of the different members of the body are not alike. Our two fingers differ from one another. At least there are three differences. In the first place, they look different. In the second place, their length is different. One is shorter than the other. And in the third place, their function is different. But they work together. And they are part of the body. And they are very close to each other. Uh, my finger is functioning when it is part of my body, but if I cut it off and throw it in the garden, it will die. It has to remain in the body and be attached to the other parts of the body in order to function. And don't think that you are um, in the church and you are part of the church that you have to be identical to somebody else in the church. And it would not be very pleasant if we were all alike. And we would not be able to help and and perfect one another. I always give this example. If husband and wife are alike, do you think that's a good thing? If both of them talk all the time, there won't be anyone to listen. The neighbors will hear them. Or both of them are very quiet. 
Is that a good thing? What will happen? It will be like a morgue, not like a home. There will be silence there. There is no liveliness in that home. If both of them have a fierce temper, Continuously there will be explosions. And try, try and miss the missiles that are being fired. Because both of them are filled up with anger. Uh, nobody is uh, prepared to compromise. If both of them are terribly sensitive, would that be a good thing? Uh, they all have, always have to be hurt from each other. If both of them are very cold-blooded, uh, they cannot resolve anything serious there. Or if they're very dry, unemotional, that will be like a military service, not like a home. There's no sweetness there. If both of them are very tight, uh, they will grow even more in being tight. If both of them are very extravagant and big spenders, and in the first month they will finish their salary and the first week and the rest of the month they have to go hungry. So please don't try to find somebody who will be identical to you. Am I a piece of antique that I'm trying to find another piece of antique compatible to myself or alive? But the beauty of the church is that every one of us is different, but we can unite together. Uh, Brother Edward's wife is uh, from mixed race. The father is uh, Azari. The uh, mother is uh, Iranian, and uh, she is Christian. And her first husband was Jewish. The second husband, Brother Edward, is turned out to be Armenian. And her daughter uh, is mixture of uh, Jewish. Iranian and Azari. Brother Edward's son-in-law is English. I don't know who my other children will marry and what unity they will start with other races. Uh, but believe me that we managed to live very uh, contentedly and peacefully with one another. <laughs> we are much happier from those who are all Armenian or all Iranian. Uh, believe me, we don't have a difficulty and if you ask other members of my family, they will confirm the same. Why? We have because we have accepted each other's differences. When there are differences, 
we have to do three things. Understand each other's differences. Why is this person thinking the way she does and is different from me? Second, respect each other's differences. Everybody's opinion is of value to them. And respect the other person's opinion. And in the third place, accept them as they are. If you do this, you think the problems will not be resolved? If I am able to understand you, and I'm able to respect you, and I'm able to accept you, and you show the same towards me, don't you think we will be able to have a good life together? And have a, maintain a good relationship with one another? It is the same in our churches. Because the church is the family of God. Members of the body are different from one another. But everyone can find their value and their worth and their place. No one is like the other, but they can have unity. So it is very important for us to realize that every member of the church is very precious and they have their role, their place, their duty. Uh, we can be the same in the fundamental points. Uh, for example, we will all agree that this book is the word of God. We accept that Jesus Christ is our Lord and our Savior. We accept that we have been saved through his uh, uh, cross and uh, God's righteousness. We accept that we uh, have new birth through the Holy Spirit. We believe that we can have eternal life. The basis of our faith is the same. This is enough for us to have unity. Uh, Brother Edward cannot unite with the Jehovah's Witnesses or the Mormons. But he can with us because we have the same faith, the same belief. But naturally, our personalities will be different. And because of that, we can complement one another. I want to say something that is very important. It is from my own experiences. Maybe everybody has someone that they idolize. He is their role model. Uh, Brother Edwards was David Yangicho in Korea. Uh, Brother Edward has met him several times in Korea. And very much, Brother Edward was desirous to be like Yangicho. Yes, 
18 տարի առաջ որ գնացին իրանք երկիր այն ժամանակ իրանք եկեղեցին 1 միլիոն ու 200 անդամ ուներ Brother Edward went there for the first time 18 years ago and the membership of the church was 1,200,000. Երբ ապենք ինչ մեծ եկեղեց։ Can you imagine what a big church it is? Եկեղեցի շենքը կստան 5000 ու գիտեղ ուներ։ The church could accommodate 25,000 people. Իրաքի օրերը 8 անգամ ժողով ունեն։ Every Sunday they had eight different meetings. Եվ իշխան մեկերը դուրսից էին նայում բանի միջոցով, տելեվիզիոնի միջոցով։ And several people used to see it through television screens outside. People had to queue up to find an empty seat. That church had 11,000 cell groups. 8,000 leaders. A massive church. Now they surpassed 3 million. One third of the Korean nation are believers. 50 years ago, you could not find one Christian in Korea. And now the president is a Christian. So, he was such a great man and I always wanted to be like him. Եվ մի անգամ եղբարսամի հետ միասին կնասին բրեզիլ իրամիատ կոնվրանցների հետ։ And once we participated in a conference with Brother Sam in Brazil. Նա վերջին կոնվրանցներ, որ իրայդ ունեին կարծում եմ վես տարի առաջ։ That was the last conference that we participated in, I believe, six years ago. Եվ այդ կոնվրանցի մեջ մենք նստած էինք եվ այս մարդը խոսում էր մեր համար։ We were attending this conference and he was preaching. Բորոր եկեղեցու մեծերը վերակացուններ այտեղ էին։ All the elders of the church were present there. And the supervisor, overseer of the Jordan church, who was an Armenian, was also present. And when it was question time, Tikran asked Yangi Cho, what is your vision for the Middle Eastern countries and for Islamic nations? And we noticed that he did not answer that question and he changed the subject. After a few minutes, Tigran put the same question to him, thinking that he's forgotten to answer it. And we realized that that disturbed Yangi Cho and he closed the meeting. And then Brother Edwards was very surprised. Uh, why did he not give an answer to this question? So we went uh, to ask the question from him privately after the meeting. They said he's very busy, he has no time. Uh, the assistant asked us, what is your issue? You know him very well. What is the answer to our question? Uh, you know what the reality is? He has no vision for the Middle Eastern countries. 
and he has no burden for Islamic his vision is for uh, Japan, for China, and for the Far Eastern countries, and also for Europe. He could have answered that, you know, I have no experience amongst the Middle Eastern countries. Why did he not answer us? I don't know what the answer is, but I do know that he is not involved in the Islamic nations. Uh, that was a big comfort and consolation because until then that I thought that Yangicho was much greater and bigger in every way than me. and that he has achieved everything and I have achieved nothing at that moment, I realized that I have acquired something. I have something that he has not. Uh, I have a vision, energy, and zeal, and uh, plans for Islamic countries. I work for them, and I receive fruit. And I have a big vision for the future of Iran and the neighboring countries. And I said to Brother Sam, I am so pleased that I have superiority in one point On that point, he has to sit there and I have to teach him. My belief is that he was embarrassed to give an answer because he had nothing to say. By the way, there was, there was another reason, and I don't want to yes. condemn him. I have respect for him, and I yes. love him yes. now. And he is a great man of God. Uh, a lot of people do not want to have a vision for Islamic countries because of the danger and the hostility that it can bring. Even though they have... Uh, killed my brother, they have killed other pastors and shepherds. Praise the Lord that he has removed that fear from us. Uh, brother Edward, you are participating in a very dangerous task because here in Dubai there are many government uh, people and they could harm you. Always have your door locked. Make sure your windows locked so no one can enter. Uh, always be watchful so they don't terrorize you. Praise the Lord that one thing that I don't have when it's the glory of God that is involved is fear. I 
I did not have that in Iran. I don't have it here, nor in Turkey, nor in Dubai. This is what I want to share with you. I don't want to praise myself. I, my meaning is that I praised you also. Every one of you have such valuable things that I don't have. And those I have to learn from you. And when I look at every one of you individually, you are holding a treasure that I do not possess. And this is why we are called a body. Because we complement one another. Together we can bring our service. Uh, the other meaning that the body has, it uh, uh, stands out for unity. And the word of God says that united we form a body. And we need one another. No one can claim that they don't need anybody else. Uh, not only we need one another, but we share each other's pain and burden. And in Corinthian it says that if a part of the body is hurting, the rest of the body feels the pain too. And if a, part, a member of the body is rejoicing, the others will rejoice also. Uh, if a hammer falls on our foot and the foot is hurting, my hand will not be rejoicing. It will not be clapping and clicking, saying, it's not me who's hurting, it's you who cares. <laughs> you are hurting, not me. It's got nothing to do with me. Subconsciously, if the foot is hurting, the hand will go down and will start rubbing it. The eyes will start the mouth will start uh, complaining, wow. And every part of the body will unite in that pain. I want to ask you another question. Which is easier for us, to unite in one another's pain or to rejoice in each other's successes. Which is harder? Which do we find more difficult? To rejoice with our, each other's successes or to commiserate if somebody is sorrowful? I think to rejoice probably. Probably. Are you? Yeah. Are you? If we are honest. Uh, if uh, a misfortune has befallen somebody, it is easier to cry with them and to, commis to commiserate with them. But if somebody has been elevated to a higher position, 
Or if somebody has a newer model of car. If someone's house has a couple more bedrooms. If someone's salary is more than mine. If someone is more presentable, more good-looking than the uh, If his achievements are more in his business. Or if that person's husband or wife is uh, more um, elegant. Or maybe that person's uh, children have achieved something, but my own children are still falling behind. Or if that person has acquired a certain amount of prestige in the church, but I'm fallen behind. Can you truly say that? Do we rejoice in our hearts? Do we truly from our heart praise the Lord? Or do we feel jealous? Do the different parts of the body have jealousy with one another? Nothing and no one can replace this finger. This finger is unique. No one can take your place. No one has the calling that you have. Uh, the plan that God has for you has for no one else. Find your place, find your position in the body and be what God wants you to be. And don't try to replace someone else. Uh, the problem we have is that we compare one another with one another in a negative way. Why so and so has got married and I haven't? <laughs> Why he or she was lucky enough to get a divorce and I'm still married? <laughs> Why did he pass away so easily and I'm still struggling alive? Why does she have a child and I still haven't? Her child is better looking than mine. Why is she healthy and I'm and so on and so forth? We are continuously comparing with other people. And this does not allow us in the body of Christ to be what God would want us to be. Therefore, every one of you find your place in the body of Christ. Find out what calling God has for you. In what area you can be of service. If you are an eye, be an eye. If you are an ear, be an ear. Don't try and be a hand also. Don't try and be fit. We cannot be everything. 
This is why we are all connected to one another and we need one another. And this is the meaning behind the body of Christ. The other thing that uh, points out why the church is a body, how is the body led? Where does the body get its message from or Which part of the body controls the body? It's the brain, the head. If somebody's head is not functioning well, and the brain is not in its right place, the body will lose its control. It will move involuntarily. It will do unnecessary things. <laughs> Won't do what it has to do. Yeah, will be, will be out of control will go somewhere where it's not supposed to. We'll say things that it's not supposed to. Because the brain is not differentiating as it should. Therefore, the church is a body. And it is led from the head. And it's the brain that controls the body. And Jesus is the head of the church. And we are the body who is ruled through Jesus. And we are under its supervision. His supervision. If we want to be the body, then Jesus Christ has to be our head. And he has to dominate us. What comes out of our mouth, our behavior, our movement, has to be under the control of Jesus Christ. Whatever we do, ask this question from ourselves. If Jesus was in my place, would he have done the same? Let us always ask this question from ourselves. Why? Because we don't want to have the foundation of the church on a human being, but on Christ. The church belongs to the Lord. And our desire is to take your hand and place it in the palm of Jesus' hand because he is the head of the church. And you have to compare yourselves with Jesus, not with us. How often do we see each other during the week? How can we supervise one another? We are not supposed to control one another. We want the Lord to have control over you. We push you to the bosom of Jesus. And if someone is not like that, it's not part of the body. Even the pastor of the church is not the head of the church. The head is 
Only Jesus. Angastanum mekhum knatselein atselein menk uzmek yekeresu hedin tesnenk, khin tesnenk. Somebody a group had gone to India and they asked to see the head of that particular church. Iran sovi durser yekelaser menk stegamenes pochenk, gluxu miayn terna. The pastor had come out and said that in this church we are all tales, only the Lord is the head. Wherever the head goes, the tales follow. Our intention is that you have an encounter with Jesus. And the church that Jesus dominates, that church is a body. And no, nothing can harm a church like that. What did Jesus say about a church like that? Uh, I will build my church on the rock. And the doors of hell cannot prevail against this church. I want to end my words with a small um, testimony. Uh, we had a brother in our church who takes an alcoholic to his home in order to uh, dry him out. Uh, 24 hours of the day he was alcoholic. Drunk. And when he takes care of him for a few months in his home, uh, he doesn't go after drink. But does not, still does not have an encounter with the Lord. He was under the influence of the love of that person. But he had not met with the Lord. He had not met the head. He had only met part of the body. Had had nothing to do with the head. Like a lot of people who come to church but don't have any encounter with the Lord. They have not understood the meaning of the church. Because there is no control from God in their lives. After six months, he has stopped drinking uh, alcohol, vodka, not met with the Lord. After six months, he goes out. The pastor is not following him. He goes to the um, alcohol shop. Whatever he hadn't drank in that six months, he has a good drink. Gets thoroughly drunk. Starts a fight. And injured, they bring him and uh, lay him at the door of the pastor. Come and see the state of this man that you have converted to Christianity. Of course, they were being sarcastic. Uh, the pastor was a very humble man. You are right. Those that I try to convert to Christianity will not be any more than this fellow. But, but the one who has met with the Lord will not be like this person. How long can you control somebody? 
finally he will digress. Lucky are the people whose head is the Lord. This is the meaning of the church as a body. There are others, but we don't have time. But let us praise the Lord for the uh, body Please stand up, we pray together. And let us praise the Lord that he has given us the privilege to be a part of his body of church. And I want our prayer in particular to be this today. Lord, what am I in your body? What can I do in the body? Have I found my rightful place in the body of Christ? Do I know my calling in the body of Christ? I'm sure the Lord can answer you. And you can find the answer. Uh, and we will be very interested for you to come and tell us what the Lord has told you your calling is. It is then that the body will the church will grow as a body. And everyone will know their rightful place in the body. And no one will consider themselves higher or lower than anyone else. Everybody of the Every part of the body is necessary and none is superior to others. Uh, let us praise the Lord that he has placed us in the body of Christ. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we praise you. You have given us the privilege. To be a part of the body of Christ. We don't belong to any organization. We are not a member of a club. We don't belong to any political organization. But we are the member of the body of Christ. Praise you, Father, for this uh, calling that you've given us. And we praise you, Father, for all the other members that exist in this body. Even the weak ones. Or they are sick. We praise you for them also. Why? Because they are also in this body. We caress more the weak, the needy, the sick. 
give us understanding so that we realize the church is a body. Help every one of us to recognize the other's worth. Appreciate one another, understand one another, respect one another, accept one another, lift up each other, encourage one another, and protect one another. Help us, Lord, to understand the meaning of the body. And help us to allow Jesus Christ to be the head of this body and the controller of this body. We believe that you do hear our prayers. We beg this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Im tanas mech im tanas mech im tanas mech pet kunem yesisusin im tanas mech im tanas mech im tanas mech pet kunem yesisusin The grace of Jesus Christ, the love of the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us. Amen. Amen.